0: Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This week, I wanted to give three big shout-outs. The first two are for five-star iTunes ratings and reviews from High Int, No Whiz, and Orpheus Protocol. Thank you both so much for your five-star reviews. That means a heck of a lot to me. I know that I talk with both of you on Twitter, and it means a lot that you left your reviews. Thank you so much. I also wanted to give a Patreon shout out. Thank you to our newest patron, Robert Stoffel. Thank you so much for your donation. It means a lot. If you'd like to have a shout out on the show, don't forget that you could leave us a five star rating or review on iTunes or donate to our Patreon, either of which would be greatly appreciated. Every iTunes review helps boost our signal and get us out there to more new listeners, and every Patreon dollar helps keep the show running and helps us do new fun things like an upcoming Halloween special episode that'll be released in October with special guest Spencer Amrine. With that out of the way, I did want to say that I will be at Gen Con this week, so if any listeners are going to be there and haven't already spoken with me about their also being at Gen Con... Please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at MonkeyPieQuinn, that is M-O-N-K-I-P-I-Q-U-I-N-N. If you'd like to meet up with me at Gen Con, or if you happen to see me or recognize me, feel free to approach me and let me know. I'm more than happy to talk to you. I will also be at the OneShot Meetup at Gen Con on Saturday, if you're looking for a nice easy place to find me. With all that out of the way, let's get into this. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals want creation together, Godwin, Rizzo, and Ariston found themselves back at the encampment of the Tigerfolk. With some downtime after their slaying of the mammoth, what direction would they set themselves in? What information might they find? What might they learn about the local culture and about the figures pulling the strings behind the Tigerfolk statehood? It's evening time after you have arrived back at the village with your Hall of the Mammoth. You've been left to your own devices for a while as everything settles down. There is buzz about the village already, about the threats that the Ice walkers levied against you. There is pretty clear contention emerging already between Irive and Yorglip over who was technically the person who struck the killing blow against the mammoth god even despite its violent and self-destructive end but for now you have been left to your own devices in the long house what exactly are you guys up to right now
1: ariston is leaning back on his pack and just sort of taking a brief nap the jade is piled up next to his stuff and he's just resting but you can tell that He's a pretty light sleeper, so if there's a problem, he'll be up soon. But right now, he's just trying to gain a little energy.
2: Rizzo is laying down in her bed with just some water, maybe some bread. And Qui-Gon's just laying next to her,
3: not leaving her side. Godwin is sitting on the ground with his back leant up against one of the wooden po- wooden posts. And he is intently... Practicing the recorder, and he doesn't have the recorder with him because Pete has it, but he's like air practicing trying to get the dexterity back up in his newly
0: fixed hand.
2: What are Rizzo's abilities right now? Like, how wounded is she?
0: Like, she's at minus one. Like, anytime she rolls a die, she's uh got minus one die to whatever she rolls. So it's like, it's a nuisance and it sucks and it hurts. It's going to take a few days but you're not incapacitated by any means.
2: No, I know that. Um but I was just thinking in terms of physically, does she have a limp, is she moving slower than usual.
0: I mean, you can describe how exactly it manifests physically, but it's enough that you're moderately impaired but not Okay. for re- like it's not a permanent disfigurement or anything. It just yes, I know. hurts enough to interfere with your daily life.
2: Okay. Um Riso is Going to go to a nice little clearing close by their camp and set up a few flowers that she has managed to find around the campsite and kind of make a little makeshift altar or some kind of place where it looks like they were set deliberately and it was made into like some kind of nice looking little um space for someone and she gets down slowly onto her knees and prays for the first time in a while to the flower god that she had met earlier because she finds that out of all the gods she's talked to talking with this god was the easiest hey uh it's been a while since i've done something like this so um um we uh I don't know if I should be going to you about this or talking to you about it, but we killed another god yesterday. It didn't feel so good. I don't know if it was the right thing to do, but it seemed like the better alternative than to raiding a city and killing people there. I just thought killing an animal would be, you know, easier, but it wasn't. It was still, a being, it still had a life. It still had a force. It was. Its own spirit. I think the sign that it wasn't easy meant that we should have stopped. It meant something to someone. It meant something to a lot of people. And I think I don't know. I I think we made a mistake. Rizzo gets up, and lays down one last flower, and brings Qui Gon back with her to go lay down.
0: Okay. Go ahead and give me a charisma plus performance roll, please. Zero. Okay. So (laughs) you return to camp
3: as Rizzo opens the lap to let her in the long fall she bumps into godwin about to leave oh hey i was just gonna go look for you hey i was just outside
2: doing some stuff found some cool flowers how are you feeling um i just feel like i'm like myself is just one giant bruise
3: that doesn't sound very fun at all
2: kind of sucks but i feel like i've been
3: worse so i know it's not gonna last forever but It's just annoying for now. Yeah, I mean, speaking from experience, being injured sucks.
2: Yeah, I mean...
3: And it also is, it's like a weird realization that our bodies are different than they used to be, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I doubt this will take as long to heal as your hand. So, you know, can't really be as bad as that. So you kind of understand how it
3: goes. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, I'm trying to do the whole be a better person thing. Well, I don't think I was the worst person in the world, but I'm trying to do the whole be more vocal or, or outward mm-hmm. about my desire to be a better person thing. And I just you know, wanted to see how you were doing not and not for the sake of comparing your injury to my injury, but, you know, giving your injury priority because that's, you know, what you're dealing with right now. And, you know, if there's anything I can do to help you out.
2: No, I really appreciate that, Godwin. Thank you.
3: Yeah, Um, I
2: I'll let you know if I need
3: anything, but for now, I'm just tired all the time. Can I ask you how my attempts to be a better person are going? You're kind of the only person I can talk to about it.
2: I think you were... I mean, to me, you were never a bad person. You were kind of just an a-hole. How? I mean... Thanks. Thanks, Rizzo. it's, It's temporary. You wanted me to tell you how it was. I didn't think you
1: felt that way. Ariston, it's clear he's been listening this whole time, just laughs.
2: But I think that from basically when I got back, you've changed more into the Godwin that I knew, that I grew up with. So for what it's worth, I think you're doing a good job. Do you think Ajax would be proud of me? I think so, yeah. I think he would be really proud of the progression that you've made and the choices that you've made. Do you think do you think my mom would be proud of me? I think she would. So I think I about think, that a lot. I think in the past she's still proud of you. Of who you are but maybe she was a little frustrated i mean that's kind of like you know a mom thing to do but i think she knows in the end she knows who you are and the choices that you're gonna make and that you're eventually gonna find yourself again and you're gonna be stronger for it and you're gonna be even better even more of a godwin than you were before and i think that she wouldn't have even worried that you were permanently
3: gonna lose your way so i don't think she's surprised that's weird to think that you say that my mom would know who I am when I don't know who I am. I mean, it, that's her job. Yeah. Can I talk to you about something else? Yeah. So I still can't really let go of the last time I talked to Seven Symphonious Chords, and he brought up my sister. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what to do with that. He gave me nothing that I can work with, and so now it's just, it's not even anything I can go explore. It's just, This thing I have to hold that someone that I thought had died, someone I thought I'd already let go of, is still here, but I can't find them. I just have to bump into clues and hope I get lucky.
2: I think you're being a little too hard because finding out that someone you thought was dead for like all of your life, finding out that they're alive, that's a game changer, you know? I think that you can't blame yourself for not knowing where to go because you haven't really looked yet. You, You can't
3: Blame yourself for not looking for someone who you thought was buried somewhere, you know? But I don't I don't have the time to go look. I don't have, you know, what if all this time we're spending getting
1: the... What if it's too late by the time I have the time? Ariston stands up and stretches. God, I know you don't care much for my opinion, but when I helped my mother get away from my father, I thought she was happy and alive, hopefully with another better family. And I looked for, for a long time... And I found out that she was just gone. Don't know quite how it happened or but even though my heart completely fell out of me under the fucking sand, I, I felt better that I worked hard looking for her, even if I didn't like the result. So if there's a chance that your sister's out there alive, you should take it, or else you won't be able to live with yourself.
3: I can't take it because I have to save creation for you. And with Rizzo, I don't appreciate the fact that you've turned this into the Ariston's relationship with his mom pity party. All right, Godwin. I was just talking about what I needed. Oh, what the fuck,
1: man! You know what? I'm. You know what? God, I do you ever think for a second that maybe I'm trying to help you? Well, you didn't help. That's why I asked Rizzo about it. You know what? I heard your whole bullshit about being a better person. Maybe you are with people you like. You need to pay attention to how you treat others. I don't tell a lot of people that story about my mom, okay?
4: This is the long house I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, well, I'm trying to have a
3: genuine conversation with someone that's going to get us to somewhere we need to grow to, all right? So you can just go the fuck back to sleep and mind your own damn business.
1: God, this makes, makes sense. Every time. Every time I try to talk in this group, something, someone, jumps in. You know what, Godwin? I don't care what you do anymore. You're a bad person. Your attempts to be a good person were shit. When you do something good for someone, you don't talk about it and toot your own horn as you're doing it and jack yourself off, okay? So maybe try a little harder, or I don't know, try not to be such a hateful asshole all the time.
4: In his defense, you did kind of make it all about yourself.
1: Ariston's body clenches, and his eyes go black again, and he leaves the longhouse.
2: Godwin, Ariston was trying to connect with you. He has more insight
3: on this kind of situation than I do. Yeah, but I didn't want to connect with him, all right? I was being vulnerable in a space where I felt safe, and that was with you, and I don't feel safe around Ariston. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know... But the thing is, is that he wants to help you. I don't want him to know how much this hurts.
2: But you do realize that he's gone through the same thing too, right? He knows
3: how much it hurts. And his mother died. I don't want to feel his pain in that. You know, I don't want to feel what it feels like to, to talk about if she's not okay. I know. It's a hard conversation to have, but... It just makes me more frustrated that I can't do anything. Because Ariston did something, and it didn't mean anything. Godwin, that doesn't mean that you can't
2: do anything about it.
3: But I'm here. That's why I can't do anything. Because it's important
2: to you. I don't think anyone would blame you for wanting to go find your
3: sister. It just doesn't make sense. You know, one person over all of creation. It's what the old me would have done. Trying to be better. And here I am getting in fights over stupid things. But the thing is, though,
2: Ariston, like, even though you were selfish, the old you was selfish, doesn't mean that you don't have the right to go for the things that you want. And what if your sister really does need your help? What if she's waiting for you to actually go find her? I guess it's something
3: I'll have to think about. But that's so, the kind of insight that I, I needed. That's not what what I would have gotten from Ariston is how do I sit with the fact that she might not be there? And I don't want to sit with that yet.
2: I think that maybe it's nice to know that you have that person to talk to i mean i think if you came to me with that feeling i don't know how much of what i would say that you would believe or take for account because i i haven't gone through anything like that i'm the one who's made the mistakes in my family it's not it's something all in my control this is out of your control godwin you couldn't have you know done anything beforehand to help this situation but you're Given the opportunity now, you're given this information now.
3: I still feel like helping my sister is out of my control, but 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 you have to make it under your control. godwin you're no, that's not you're so I'm powerful. Yeah, but I'm not talking about my sister anymore, Rizzo. I'm talking
0: about Ariston. All right. And what's Ariston doing right now? Ariston
1: has found a private place, pretty pretty far away from the Longhouse, but not too much to where no one would catch up with him. And he's sitting in the snow, and there's tears from his eyes and he's not just silently staring off and crying he's shaking his body is responding this is not something that he normally has ever done it's almost as if he's reliving the same pain all over again in a place that he didn't expect to with people that he never thought would make him feel that way and it's like everything's black and he wishes that he was back home under the water but he knows that he can't and that just makes him feel worse
0: You feel a soft thud onto your back. What? What? As you turn around, you see that there is a small line in the snow that stops at a pine cone at your feet. And you hear the pattering of small feet as one of the Taiga folk children comes around the corner following the pine cone. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, mister. I didn't mean to to do that to you, Mr. Beardyman. You don't look like you're too happy, though. Are you okay, Mister? No, I'm not
1: okay. Just, it's fine. Just please leave me alone.
0: Just gonna, okay, you can just, take my things and leave. Okay. Sorry about that.
1: No, where, where are your parents? At home. Oh, oh, sorry, alright. I
0: was playing before dinner.
1: Okay. Okay. Alright, just... Sorry it. It's okay, just play, play, play. Throw it on that tree over there. Just not not, not at people. But it didn't mean it. it just got away from me. Uh, oh, it's alright. It's alright. Just what you, you 400
0: people usually do, is just go cry alone. No,
1: this... No, no. Alright, no. Sometimes, grown-ups cry, and it's okay when they do that, because they're just trying to get emotion out that hasn't gotten out for a while. So... Don't, don't worry, just a normal thing that's happening right now.
0: yeah, we do that too. we see grown ups cry all the time. okay, and we well, get then, hugs and stuff well we, we have people to help with that.
1: I don't know if 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 a hug can fix it right now.
0: I don't understand that it sounds like too much for me anyway, if you need a hug there's people around for it. All right, thank you okay. Yep. And the kid waddles off with their pine cone. Godwin is
3: walking in the snow and stumbles upon this kid. Hey, that's a nice looking pine cone.
0: Thanks. It's it's nice because it's got a lot of good rolling to it, you know? You can lead it on the ground and it'll it'll go nice and far, so I like to chase it around, put it on a hill, see how far it goes.
3: You like to roll your pine cones? Yeah, I do. I don't like my pine cones to go very far. No? No. I like to put googly eyes on them. Oh yeah, I'm not old enough for that yet. Yeah. You know, adults still do that. Really? Yeah, I do. Keep them close. They're
0: like my little friends.
3: It's nice. You don't roll your little friends, you know?
0: No, no, you don't. I wouldn't roll my friends. I'll well, say it was springtime in these grease on the hills and then we could roll down them. It's a fun time. That is a fun time. Yeah.
3: But that's why you put googly eyes on some pine cones and not on other pine cones. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Well... It's like a metaphor for people. Did you see a little googly-eyed pinecone that rolled all the way too far down the hill and is all alone? Yeah, a bearded one. I did. See over? They—they're they're dropping pine needles in the
0: alley back there.
3: An alley. Yeah, thanks. Just don't spook him. He didn't like that. I won't spook him. Okay. I'll keep him close, okay. like I do with my friends. Good. It looks like that one. He's got some good rolling properties too, so... Well, he and I will have to figure it out in the springtime.
0: And the kid kicks the pine cone and chases it off.
3: Hey, kid said I shouldn't spook you, so I'm saying hey from all the way over here.
1: Ariston looks back, still upset. <sighs> well, congratulations, you've seen me at my worst.
3: I think you're horrible a 100% of the time. This isn't any worse than any other day I see you. It's the same. At least all those other times I'm not crying. Can't tell, you're dripping water all the time, so... This isn't any different. Godwin walks over to Ariston and sits on the ground in front of him. Look, I don't know if I want this conversation to be very long because my pants are getting kind of wet. But, look, I'm not ready to hear what you shared. And I'm sorry that I didn't respect the fact that you shared it. But thank you for sharing what you shared. And I'm sorry I'm not ready.
1: I forget that people need to hear things in stride, not all at once. And that's how I'm used to doing things. But that's selfish of me to think that everyone else deals with it the same way. My mother was an amazing person and smart, beautiful. She was the only person that knew about me and saw me for things that I did, not things that I couldn't control. She just saw me as her son, not an animal
3: can feel that. I mean, everybody knows how important my mother was to me, but I think what I'm trying to say is that I'm not ready to think about my sister as it was. And so that's why I reacted to that conversation in a way that wasn't fair and wasn't kind. I'm sorry about that.
1: No, I, I'm sorry too. I know that I have said things that aren't all appropriate or kind, but let me rephrase my advice, I suppose, if you wanted. God, when you are a very talented And capable man. And although I know you think highly of yourself, we can get on without you because... There is someone that needs you more than Rizzo and I, and your sister never has to be a was. She never has to if you go and find her.
3: See, what I'm trying, I'm trying to do this thing where I become a better person. And when I think about that, I think about selflessness, and I think about putting the people of creation over my sister. And in this way, I guess selfishly following the path that saves creation is my way of making sure that I'm at least taking a step to save my sister you know we're traveling the world and hopefully somewhere i'll find a clue but even if i don't i'm working to do something good and if i don't you know if we don't save creation then my sister will die anyway so it feels fruitful but i also think about this whole trying to be a better person thing and how i'm only going to say this once and i'm not going to say this around anyone else but how sometimes i look to you in terms of an example of what that's like you know Earth Eternal loves you because you're a good person. Forlorn Arya, I was a piece of shit to her and that's why I'm alone, you know? You must be doing something right that I didn't do and so I'm wondering what did I do wrong and I'm learning from that and sometimes I'm still an idiot and sometimes I still fuck it up but it doesn't mean I'm not trying and I think I want to get to the point where you don't say Godwin you're a bad person but where you say Godwin you're okay I guess and I know I know I don't deserve that now. But I think I want to.
1: You're on the right track, but you don't have to do morality by the book. The way that I'm good, the way that Rizzo's good is going to be different than the way that you're good. And we all need to recognize that. I've made plenty of mistakes myself. I get defensive. I have a hot temper. I say terrible things to people sometimes when I'm hurt, and that's not right. But sometimes we all need to recognize that the path of goodness, if you if it's leading you away from someone that you love, is just going to tear out your insides. It's not going to make them feel better, and you don't have to make that decision. I'm just telling you that Seven Symphonious Chords is capable of dark things, and we know this. And honestly, I would trust Rizzo and I's ability to save creation on our own better than his ability to keep an eye on her. But... I can't make that decision for you, but I think that you've shown a lot of growth, and I need to be aware of that, too. And I need to move on in more ways than one.
3: I think I have a lot more growth to do before I can be the kind of person I need to be to make that decision.
1: Well, we'll be here for you. You know that. Just don't be too hard on yourself. Let us do that, because Godwin Corelli Third, pretty amazing. We all know that. See, no, I, I go to Rizzo for validation. I need you for honesty. Oh, well. I can do that then. I think what you need to do right now is stop asking us for everything that you're unsure of. You can do it once in a while, but if you keep going out of yourself for advice, you're going to stop hearing it from in your head. And when that voice is gone, it's terrifying. Don't just listen to your gut. Listen to everything, how your feet feel, how your arms feel, because you can't keep it all in and you can't keep it all out, basically.
3: Well, I'm thinking about how my butt feels and it's pretty wet. Mm. so
1: maybe stand up
3: yeah here we go back inside and we tell Bridzo we fought it out and got bruises and called it a day
1: sure if you would like i can tell her that you got me pretty good and i re- relinquished the upper hand to you
3: you've always been good at lying but not good enough like sure. i told you you're the man of honesty
1: i know i'm very bad at lying damn maybe i just won't give details but yes we will say that we made up we'll say it was a it was hard to tell who won the draw Yes, and Ariston puts out his hand. That glove
3: looks pretty prickly. I don't know if I want to shake it. Oh my god. But I'll give you a pat on the back.
0: All right. And we cut back to the inside of the longhouse where Yorglip is finishing up telling something to Rizzo. Now I'm going to tell you the hottest <laughs> goss of all. <laughs> and the door opens and Godwin and Ariston enter. Oh, never mind. I guess come another time. Come me. On. No, no, I, I I did actually come no. here. I came here with a job, okay? No. Okay, Strikes Like Wolf would like to see you guys when you're ready, okay?
1: Oh, are you guys doing goss time? Did I miss it? No. Just, God, you guys
2: have already ruined it. Let's go.
0: Okay, you, you guys know where he is, so, I'm gonna go eat my oatmeal.
2: Come on, man. Just slip me a couple words. That goss. Just a couple words is all I need, mean, man. Put that goss down a throat.
0: Someone's on the verge of breaking a very important vow.
3: Oh cake, okay. you gotta keep going man you gotta keep he
0: ducks going. out of the flap
3: no! it's all right we'll get him we'll pin him down and make him say it if it's his last breath
2: he's not gonna say it around Are you guys because you guys can't keep goss to yourselves
3: you know what we give goss and then we take goss all right we're just gonna take that goddamn I goss g- i can keep goss to myself i've been given goss all goddamn day Ashton, you're a horrible liar
1: come on but i can keep stuff like that time Whatever. where in your just
3: toga that... there's no pockets in it all right all right no but like a baby like a couple of
1: pine cones let's just go see strikes like wolf okay fine fine yeah
0: so we cut to the inside of strikes like Wolf's commandeered home Oh, so you guys made it. Thanks. Thanks for coming. It's good to see you guys. Uh, thank you, first and foremost, for helping us out with that hunt. I know we got a little bit messi- messy there, but no matter what anyone says, you did a good job. Uh, I'm sure that you're hearing whispers already about the scuffle with the ice walkers. Uh, are people saying we didn't do a good job? Well, people talking a lot about the ice walkers, mostly. Oh. Mm. Yeah, they would to worry some when they threatened to bring the bull down on us, but we also knew that might be a calculated uh, risk.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, isn't that what you wanted?
0: Well, We wanted to make him angry, yeah, but we didn't necessarily want to bring the ball directly into it. But aside from the point, because now that things have escalated to this point, it's time for me to make good on my promise. There's one thing about that promise, though. Mm. I don't exactly know all of the specifics about the shrine. Are you kidding me?
1: Are you fucking serious? We killed a goddamn electricity mammoth. mammoth.
3: We killed a goddamn god! It was a totem.
0: It was. The line's blurry there between animal and god. Look it at was this what you zone. told me to do, and we did it. Look at his yeah. skin. Hey, you guys are ruining my flow here. <gasps> I didn't
3: finish. I was halfway through. We'll get better at fucking flowing some information that we want.
1: Get that edge
0: flow. There's let me do my thing. The leadership, into Morbita who sent me here in the first place. They're at the River Rock Settlement with that foreign member of the leadership I had told you about. And they can tell you where to find your shrine. They can also help you fight the bull. Ugh. You're you're just, now we ha- have to fight the bull? You're just deferring us. If you want to fight the bull, you can. I mean, we could use you. You'd be very useful.
2: Okay. I'm sorry. So you're sending us to somebody else to get information from and we're I'm probably going gonna have to have to do- We're probably going to have to do something else for them in order to get it. You better help us. It's your fault for falling for it. Should've good faith! Up. Didn't you? you say something about good
3: faith? If you don't vouch for us at River Rock and say that we've already served our time and done what we need to do, you don't want to know what's going to happen to you. Can Godwin roll for something?
0: Yeah, uh, I was going to say roll presence plus charisma.
2: qui wants to All bite right. him in the arse. I'm going to bite you in the
0: arse. Plus plus
3: charisma. charisma. Ten
0: successes for Godwin. You can see the color drain out of Strikes Like Wolf's face. Uh, look! Okay, you did what I asked you to, and I'll vouch for you, and I'll I'll get you as much of the information as I can, and as much of the information as I I can is that the leadership's going to know better, and they're going to give you more accurate information, okay?
3: And you're going to take us right to them, you're going to tell us we already served our time, and you're going to get them to spill it, or else we're going to... something out of you. Okay,
0: you, you got it. You got it. Okay, but I feel like there's probably one thing that I probably should say. Uh, just say weekend, it, uh, because I feel like then I, w- I I can't be accused of withholding information. And spit needs. it out. I think that the place that you're looking for is probably a place that's pretty nearby, where the uh, the point of contention is, and this whole thing, you know, where the the rival armies are mounting up against each other. So it might be a little bit difficult to just uh, go straight there if that's you your interested are doing.
1: Oh, for God's sake! Are you
2: serious? <sighs> I am very annoyed right now. I'm glad I'm hurt. not from
3: River Rock because you are annoying.
2: And to be honest, I'm still hungry. I'm just going to go sit down. I'm going to sit down right here on the floor.
1: So after we just fought a huge totem, now we're going to go back into a battle zone, basically.
0: Well, I'm taking you to the River Rock tribe, okay? And we're All fine right. over there. We're fine right. over there. It's up to you what you do once you have the information. All right. But probably the answer is going to be going to have to go towards where people are fighting, but that's what you get when you wander into a war zone. <gasps> It's a war zone. Alright, alright, alright. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut uh, up! War zone.
3: What? <laughs> if you say one, war zone one more time, I'm going to make your face a war zone. Sorry. Alright. You better be. We're, we're going to have a little sidebar. We're going to just go over here. If you don't respect sidebar, I will shove a pine cone so far down your throat that it will sprout a tree out of every Yay. hole in your head.
1: Oh. Oh. Alright, right. <laughs> All alright. Godwin, I think we're good with the threats now. I thought that was a pretty good one. Yeah, it was good, but I think we're good. All right. So. I. Why Sidewire? uh, Let's just go.
3: Come on. Yeah, I
1: mean. I don't trust this guy.
3: We don't have a choice. We don't. We have zero lead, and we've been here just, for too long though. I mean, we can get some goss out of go- your clip about him, but other than that... He probably doesn't. All right. Oh, he's got all the goss. Don't you dare underestimate what? the I amount of goss. about we don't have a lead on where we're going. Right, but we can at least ask your clip, so we can feel more secure about the fact that we're going there.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's why we're having the sidebar bouncing off ideas, right? Yeah. Something like that. Okay,
2: but... And to be honest, I'm not going to be any good in a fight, so we better ask some pretty...
3: Freaking good questions. You're going to stun them with how incredible you are, right? They're going to look, see you and they're going to be like, damn, that person's intimidating. And they're going to leave. So you're still going to be very useful, Brazil. Fine. We will try
1: best, though, to stay out of direct combat. Yes. Ariston's going to get to use his little glovies, though. They're not little Let's glovies. Just, they're come called come on, smash wrists and they're very useful in brawl. Come on. Very, very scary come gloves. On. Let's go. All
2: right. Uh, We need to go back to our place rule. Quick and get some things, and then we will come back to you and leave for the river people.
3: Immediately, we are leaving immediately. As soon as we come back, you better be sitting right there, ready to go. If you get up from that chair for any reason,
0: I, I will find you. Okay, I was picking up to get ready to go in the morning. I I can just kind of read things up now. Even feast us so all, be ready to go when you get back. Okay.
3: Here. You see the sun? How it's above the tree right there? Yeah, but they- by the time the top of the sun. Is huh? behind the pointy part of the tree. Yep. <laughs> you better
1: be ready. Okay, I will. I promise. I'm so sorry. If you're not ready,
3: there's gonna
2: be a problem. Okay, okay.
1: You got it. All right, let's go before the man
3: explodes. <clears throat> I have never felt that alpha in my entire life. Yeah, that was that was something. Is that what being a man feels like?
1: Um, um I, I I would say there's a maybe. there's a spectrum. I felt more powerful than I did as the lover. I felt maybe. assertive. Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, maybe, maybe pull it back with the bodily harm threats, but yeah. yet, the the I problem the problem thing was good because it was vague.
3: See, but I can't express my creativity with my recorder right now because it's you know Pete's got it, but right.
1: So I had right. to do it this way.
3: But well, we're getting the recorder back soon.
1: So yes, let's,
0: let's go. go.
1: <laughs>
0: the transition here is we see the swirling of the curtains or the the leathers at the door as you guys step out and the screen lightens and slowly transitions into the bowl of oatmeal that Yorglip is stirring around your glip your glip y- y- you don't need to knock it's a public place you know we, we you know uh... well yeah well your we're taking things real from public to private really quick
3: okay all right okay godwin slams his hand on the table making the porridge shake a little bit Okay. You're gonna give us some goss and you're gonna give it now. Okay. And what we're not we gonna give you me. goss back because we're not your friends, right? Right? That's how. That means you have to you give it back. No, we're taking it. We're taking it. Is
0: What is this highway robbery? Is this goss robbery? Yes, it's you goss, goss robbers. robbers. Yes. You filthy goss robbers. We're goss
3: robbers right now, all right? You're so disgusting. You're
0: scoop you've got on nasty like, goss like, robbers. Yeah.
3: I like being a nasty goss robber, all right? Give us all the scoop you've got on strike. Uh, it's like wolf. St-
0: I, I already told you all my strikes like what,
3: All Gus? the down, down in the bottom, scoop the bottom of the gospel up. Get it out. Well, he's a coward, okay? That's what? a pretty well-known fact. Yeah, yep. that was
0: that was kind of clear from one. context. He, all he really wants is to get closer to the leadership.
3: Mm. Mm. Yeah, what he throws under the bus for the leadership. It's not outside of his record. Should we trust him? That's the thing we're wondering. Uh, to what?
0: How much? Like, to what end? That he's not... Filthy little liar that he'll hold true to his word. If he gives you his word... Chances are he's going to be mostly true to it, but he's got a, a history of being a little liberal. With exactly what his words mean, he likes to make little word games, little word holes.
3: Yep, we've had experience with that already. What do you know about River Rock? Hmm? Is it a safe place? Is it a, is it a quaint little community? Oh, or is yeah. it a place full of thieves and liars? No,
0: it's pretty safe. It's actually one of the more well respected communities around here. It's bigger than us by fear, but i oh, uh, pretty safe. Pretty safe, yeah. Safer than you are right now. Yeah, safer than I am right now.
1: Are there any cultural norms we need to know about? No.
0: I mean just the same uh, ones around here.
1: Alright, alright, good. I just
0: do, don't want to
1: offend. Harrison, I'm really good with cultural norms. It's fine.
3: Okay.
0: Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so um I guess in terms of trusting him, as long as what you're trying to do aligns with what he wants to do, he he's not gonna really screw you over. But if you start playing against him or showing that your interests don't align with his it's going to become pretty apparent pretty quickly that he doesn't really care about you.
3: Mm. Is he still a coward when he doesn't care about us, or is, or is it going to be pretty easy for us to prick him down?
0: Uh, as far as I know, he's just a coward, just is he in general. a liar Like I see in word games.
3: Mm.
0: Hmm. 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 Hmm.
3: You're going to be a good man, and I'm sorry we had to rob that from you.
2: Um, Ariston has some hot goss to deliver in return as
1: a favor.
3: What? Go on, tell the
2: man.
1: Uh. Go ahead. Uh... You know You know the dog, Qui Gon Gin and Juice? <laughs> it sounds like the beginning of a bad he joke. He can put stuff in his mouth and carry it around. He's got a knife in there right now.
0: Okay, yeah, sure. The dog's got a knife. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense.
1: No, you know, that's no I'm, I'm serious that's real. Oh look at me, my name's Erist and that dog's got a knife. That's real goss, your glib. Don't shit on my goss.
4: Take your real cotton goss and get out of my face. You your know glib.
1: what? I tried. I tried with my fucking goss, and you just, you just threw it away. I love you
0: anymore, best friends. <laughs> Your clip? What? Shut the
1: fuck up. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back one day. That's some goss.
3: We're
0: gonna whisk you away from this place.
3: Yeah, but I'm telling you now that we're leaving. We're leaving, and we don't know when we're
0: coming back. If I die before you get back, I will be an angry, spiteful ghost here waiting for you to give me that goss back.
3: Well, you better be at my wedding, you goddamn
0: ghost. Yeah, You right. better be that goddamn kid's godfather. <laughs> Whenever you have babies, if you adopt them or whatever,
3: what? I'll make sure you're the first one to find out the cause about my my
0: lineage. Good.
3: In the gender of the baby, you're second in line, I'm first, except for you know whoever helps deliver it, and maybe the middle name. No. Too. What? 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 Is that not a thing? Airston, you don't even have a last name. Well, how are you gonna give it a middle name? I don't. I don't. I just thought it'd be fun. <laughs> Wait, Frizzle. Neither do you. So? Like, it's not gonna be a yorklip corelli no like
1: his middle name would be yorklip
3: yeah he's not gonna be a john yorklip corelli that sounds stupid he's gonna be godwin corelli the third or the fourth i'm the third godwin i yorklip think you're yorklip the second is he's the
0: only character sheet
3: i know the third all right my grandfather was a great man my father was an all right man maybe maybe i have to reflect on on them on all of that, With yeah. that sounds we'll like God for another time
2: soon. yeah that be, be soon going. Soon. we gotta be going soon all right you're
3: a good man
0: bye still not friends goodbye I forget you. Great thinking about you. Never ever will I ever forget you. We love you. Bye. These ghosts on the streets and his The Yoglyph's never going to forget his very best friends. That's some good god. So it takes about two days for you to get up to the River Rock lands with Strikes Like Wolf leading you. In this time, Rizzo does heal one of her levels of aggravated damage, um, one of those minus one levels. And as with the other settlement, this particular village or city is actually a more apt descriptor of the river rock settlement is circled by a wall with spiked wooden logs creating a perimeter to keep away outsiders but a lot of the wooden structures are adorned with vibrant golds and purple fabrics etc and this settlement actually has a couple of buildings that are built more vertically upward As opposed to just building outward, though the majority of the buildings here do tend to build outward instead of upward. And it's not long before, as you come into the village, Strikes Like Wolf takes you basically directly to the head of the leadership of the River Rock tribe, where they are also holding the heads of the leadership of this loose coalition of states that has been formed. So, um, I'm going to let you in there. I sent a message when we arrived. He saw me whisper to that person. They went and let them know. So they know you're coming. They're going to have a conversation with you. I'm give you the gist of things. I hope that you're ready. It's probably going to be a little intense. You're that, not coming in with us? Oh, you're coming in with you're us. You're coming in with us. Yep. Okay, I guess I'm coming in with you. It is fine. Better be. And he opens up the door here. And the room has a large fire in the center of it that is casting a warm glow Across the room, there are various carved wood blocks that sit on the walls. It's hard to tell exactly what their function is, but if someone wants to give me a quick Intelligence Plus lore roll at a difficulty of three, I'd be willing to take that. Three. So these are actually carved maps um, that you can use tactilely so if you feel the ridges and stuff it can serve as a map for the dark as well as use in places where paper is not going to hold like in the water so those are around the room there is a table set up sort of lining the fire and there's two figures sitting prominently in the room and one stands farther back shrouded in shadows something seems a little bit off Looking at these figures here, Tirizzo. One of them is a relatively slender, young looking man with hair that is white on the top of it, and it is very, very long, but it is black on the bottom half of his hair. And he wears white, black, and red clothing that is relatively lavish and elaborate. He has sort of thin features, and the person next to him is a somewhat broad woman. She wears this incredibly vibrant red leather um god what's it called um it's protective for her arms and then it like wraps back up around the shoulders oh. um kind of like the thing that dancers wear but for protecting yourself i can't remember what it's called though it's like a shrug or something Sling. it's sleeves oh all the way up back oh. across your shoulders oh. not necessarily but kind of like ball- kind of And she also wears, in her center mass and stuff, these very vibrant, colorful clothes that almost look like drops of swirling uh, color and pattern. It's almost hard to keep track of them as you look at them. But something about these people seems a little bit weird and off. Also, her hair is more closely shorn than the man's is. But Rizzo, go ahead and give me a perception plus investigation roll, difficulty five.
2: I'm going to spend one whale power.
0: Perfect.
1: Three successes.
0: Okay, so you don't quite notice what it is that seems a little bit off about these people, but you definitely do notice that there's something strange in their aura. The thin man raises his hand and says, Welcome. My name is Tamorbatar. It's a pleasure to meet you. And the woman sort of... Waves her hand at you a little more gruffly. and uh, My name's Otlock. It's nice to meet you. And we should probably introduce you to the fellow in the corner. And the person steps out of the shadows. They are a tall, broadly built person. They've got some muscle, but they also um, have a fair amount of body fat to them. But that's actually kind of hard to focus on, because they're like... Shaggy. Like, actually, kind of literally shaggy. From Scooby Doo? No. They've got a shaggy coat of hair that seems to cover their arms and hands and comes up around their neck. But there is a bright face with a look of shame and embarrassment on it right now as the figure steps forward, looks at the three of you, and recognition sparks in their eyes and he says oh my god rizzo no you were never supposed to see me like this naked no this is your brother kidu (laughs) and he's got hairy bear arms the arms of an actual bear Uh,
3: Ah, oh this
4: is pretty cool you guys don't need someone like me here you just have people put their their weapons and stuff just in a a bucket that's interesting
2: most of us just you know keep our weapons on us
4: oh okay so it's like a concealed carry situation
2: uh i mean a good amount
1: of people don't even have weapons here so but there have been some dangerous folks to come on in this tea house i will say Mm
4: Hmm. well maybe then you need a guy like me instead of just assuming that everyone's going to put their weapons in a bucket at the door
3: yeah I mean, look at that bucket. All that's in there is one sword and a couple of, like, poison pills. I don't know. Like, that's, look at all the people in this tea shop. That's definitely not everybody's weapons. I think most people keep their weapons on them.
4: Oh, okay. I guess that's my bad assumption then, that people just generally probably aren't walking around with a bunch of weapons.
3: Yeah, that's a you thing. That's not a the rest of the world thing.
4: What? Yeah, I, I suppose that makes sense.
1: Pete, what would you, what would you say is, is the least useful weapon? Because I'm, I'm thinking right now it's those poison pills. Yeah, yeah, why did you have them in your pocket, Pete?
4: Emergency situations.
1: Where? Oh, those are yours. Oh. oh.
3: Yeah, who else would be the one person to put their stuff in the bucket? Mm-hmm. Well, then who's sword? That's not my sword.
2: I'm just afraid that if somebody, like, if I put my stuff in the bucket, somebody might walk out with it. And and I can't lose these stuff.
4: Well, it doesn't say take a weapon, leave a weapon on it. So why would somebody just take a weapon?
2: If they are being slick and can't be trusted, so they're just stealing oh, somebody else's okay. weapon. okay.
4: Yeah. yeah, I got warned about city slickers like you, so I yeah. guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So we kind of just keep it as
3: is. I mean, Wait, what do they tell us about the village, so they don't have weapons. What do they tell you about us, city slickers?
4: Mostly you just can't be trusted for anything.
3: Well, that's offensive. No, it's actually true, though. Well,
4: you guys don't uh, even have the honesty pretty... to put your weapons in the weapon bucket, so okay. how am I supposed to trust you then? are trying to you. Protect... You've told me that everyone in here has got a concealed carry weapon on well, them. Well, not
2: everyone. You don't. Some people are just families. I... No, they don't have a weapon.
4: I, my, my weapons don't conceal. I, I have my gloves. Everyone can see that. Yeah, they're like a foot in diameter. You can't really ignore them.
3: Well, how, how are you supposed to hide anything under that toga? I mean, the real
4: question. It's not for hiding things. That's why I wear it's my gloves. It's got loose fabric, though. You You'd could put it care, in the like, folds.
2: Yeah, or like, I mean, I think it would with be the MS, a you really
3: apparent. apparent
1: bulge. Check the, the folds baby.
4: first is what they told me when they had me checking people for weapons outside the village.
1: Mm. That's not what it's for, is it? It's not for babies. It's just for I'm just
2: saying my that, body. I'm just saying that you could. You know, I don't. There's an, there's I don't like space. children. Or, like I
1: don't papoosh. like children or babies. I wouldn't want to hold one in my pouch. You can put shirt. a bunch of pine cones on it. Why? Why would I want pine cones? Why in? Why wouldn't you want pine cones? Just rubbing up against my bear skin.
3: Do you? Oof. You don't have bear skin. You have merman skin. <laughs> gotcha. I'm the one who's wearing the That's bear true. pelt. Thank you very
4: much. The the argument does hold, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But I also wouldn't want it rubbing on my human skin either pine cones are prickly so yeah, pine um, needles yeah,
3: thank you pete
2: some of them aren't you know the ones that are like very close together it's, like you not quite grown
3: them, yet put googly eyes on them
4: well yeah, you you could do that um that makes sense it's a pretty natural thing for a person to do but you don't want to have it rubbing on your skin all the time
1: how do you sand a pine cone with sandpaper? sandpaper. No, I understand, yeah. but how does that.
4: Rubbing, and mostly. All,
1: and all smooth out the pine cone? You, Yeah, you rub okay. it. It literally does it with no explanation needed. I feel it's... like that would just destroy the pine cone itself.
3: You know how big pine cones are?
1: Yes, I've seen your pine cones, one. You've seen how wonderful and sanded they are? I, I never touch them. I don't know what you do with them, so I don't touch them.
3: Well, maybe you should spend a little more time trying to be my friend before you judge my actions, Ariston. Hmm. Wait, Pete, did you say you. It was normal
1: to put googly eyes. Do you also do that to pine cones?
4: Figured it was like a normal developmental stage, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty typical for people among the tiger folk. I mean, it's Everyone's not... got a couple little pine buddies that they grow up with.
2: It was a school project when I was in school. We had to find a pine cone buddy. Is this a land thing? Yeah. Well, you can, it was like. Just this kind of test assumed it
4: was a human thing.
2: How to, like, take care of it, you know, be responsible for it. So
1: you pretended the pinekin was a child in order to teach responsibility? Or a pet. Or friendship.
2: Friend. Yeah. Oh.
3: Resources they didn't validation? really push it
2: being our, our kid or anything, because
1: we were just grade school.
3: Yeah. I well,
1: things don't really stick that well underwater, so that didn't really... I mean, unless you got the, the proper proper anatomy for it.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you could just some find some glue coral that looks like it. eyes oh yeah
1: but yeah but then i have to disturb the coral I don't want to disturb you couldn't the coral. just
2: find some dead coral
1: i suppose so but get creative they look they they bleach when they're when they're dead they Eyes turn are white. white yes but what what about the pupil rizzo what, what ink, about the ink did you have ink we have ink, but it just dispels in the water, okay?
4: Ian, what do you have it? That doesn't make any sense. So,
1: uh, you know. I'm not a smart
4: man, just, but that sounds here. incredibly weird. I
2: got a little craft lesson. Okay, switch just just wait. So, you have the white coral, okay? You get a little squid ink. You dye the middle of it. It dies. It stains. Then you put, you pop it in, you know, another piece of dead coral that looks like a pine cone. You take care of it. So, you're a little friend.
1: The only time that we can do that is if we happen to find a squid. Remove that squid's. Skeleton, keep what dissect it, and put the skeleton in the in the ink of you the eye. Ask for some. Well, it dispels in the water. There's. I didn't. I don't mean we have ink like in storage. We just have animals that have ink. Oh, they just they're just not gonna give it away. Do you yeah. not write
3: things in the sea? Can you we, read? We write
1: things, but we write them in stone. We don't write them with ink. You could etch in and Yes, eye. I can read. Unless <laughs> that, can you write? How do you perceive it? Can you it only against- etch? I. I learned how to write. I'm not quite good with the pen and the pencil, but I can answer very well. I have a question. Yes. Um,
2: do you have a lot of fossils there, since you're very close to water? Yes, we do.
0: Okay.
4: That was it. That's all <laughs> you want to know? Okay, this line of questioning.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. It means so much to me. And if you'd like to get in contact with the show you can feel free to do that on gmail at swallows of the south at gmail.com on twitter at swallows of south on tumblr and google plus at swallows of the south also a reminder that our theme music is new by elvis Herod, and i'll see you next tuesday